It's finally here. Bigger, faster, stronger. It's time to put on the pads. Faster, quicker, more agile. And make some noise. Sacked! Just leveled! Wow! Your defending AFC South champion, Houston Texans, are back for training camp. 15-yard touchdown run for Deshaun Watson. Welcome to Texans Training Camp Live. Your sideline pass to everything that's going on with your Houston Texans. Texans Training Camp Live is presented by Xfinity and by Geico and Papa John's Houston. Now, let's go down to the Houston Methodist Training Center. Here are your hosts, Mark Vandermeer and John Harris. Hello, Texans football bliss. Texans Training Camp Live. We are on the field here at the Houston Methodist Training Center, a few yards away from it as it's another bright, sunny day. I prefer overcast in the summer, but that's a personal preference. (laughs) Players making their way to the bubble to get ready to meet and then get out here on the field and do another practice in full pads, Johnny. Pads again today. So a lot of physical work this week. Scrimmage Thursday night. Two weeks from Thursday, they open against the Kansas City Chiefs. We're with you till 10 o'clock today. We've got John McClain, but in the next hour, uh, because John McClain has to get a Q-tip shoved up his nose to uh, (laughs) test as part of that Tier 2 media group. And I think Shawnee's going to be over there as well in just a few moments uh, because they're testing. You already had that done today, right? Uh, yeah, 6.45 this morning. How's that going for you, by the way, the testing fine. every day? That's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, I, I don't think I've slept in past 6.45 yeah. uh, for the last three and a half weeks or so. But, uh, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, other than that, in fact, it's hard to stand and walk. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, because you have We're a good. bad back, too. Oh, so that's geez. just uh, adding to I the— I do, uh, but you know what? You just suck it up. It's football season, and— you know, like we say that we joke, ah, you know, take a shot and you away mm-hmm. you go. I don't have access to a shot. I wouldn't mind if Roe walked over here, Roland Ramirez, and said, hey, I got one for you. Oh, oh yeah. I, Big I, needle. I think I would kiss him right now. Uh, I could use it. That well, put the needle in my back. Like, I know exactly. Hey, put it right here. Yeah. I know exactly where to put it. <laughs> take me out. But I am. I did take a muscle relaxer for the show, Mark, so that should be kind of interesting. So you'll in. be slurring your words by uh, 830. At got it. At some point, yes. Uh, Got it. Okay. General. We've got uh, John McClain, like I said, 930. We have Bill O'Brien coming up at 9 to meet with the media live, and we'll have it for you right here. It's always interesting to hear what the head coach has to say, particularly after yesterday's practice. And Saturday was a day off, by the way. We were out here Friday. We're going to be here 8 to 10 a.m. through Thursday morning. They'll scrimmage Thursday night at NRG Stadium. It's not open to the public. Don't ask. You're not going to see it on TV either. Believe me, they want competitive advantage. You're not going to see too much of that except for some beauty shot type highlights. And then get ready for the Chiefs two weeks from Thursday. Now, we kick off the show today with a guy who has been around a while. First round draft pick in 2012. You know him. You love him. Whitney Merciless. Whitney, year nine what do you think when I put it that way? Year nine in the National Football League for you? Ah, uh, man. Uh, I say starting to become a fossil. I've <laughs> seen a lot of things, you know. Uh, experienced a lot of things as well, too. Uh, different people. Seen uh, all walks of life go through the locker room. Um, so, uh, man, it's a, it's a blessing to be able to be here as well, too. Then it's just a testimony to – uh, being able to take care of your body and just understand, um, you know, how to play the game. Does that continue to change for you? You and I have had many conversations about this, how when you were a rookie, it was a certain way, then you evolved. Mm-hmm. Where are you at now in taking care of your body and getting yourself ready to play? 
Yeah, I mean, especially in this unique time, really, it's just uh, getting better faster. You know, uh, we haven't played football in quite some time, not since January. So I uh, have gotten away from some of the uh, fundamental techniques and all that, and it's just pretty much getting back down to the basics and so and being consistent with that as well too. So uh, getting better faster in regards to that, uh, making sure the techniques are consistent, and uh, just getting the stamina up. And so that's it. Every day I practice, that's what I'm working on and uh, working on specific things. Maybe maybe one day I'm just going to say I'm just going to focus on the run and I will play with, like, great pad level, hands, technique, eyes, eye discipline as well too. And then the next day maybe it's pass rush. So just taking it chopping it up a day at a time. Is it strange working on that stuff without having any preseason games, joint practices? It's not like you got big reps on the preseason games anyway, but you don't have any right now. So what is that like? Um, you know, uh, that's a good question. I'd say without the joint practices, of course, it'd be nice to, you know, go against somebody else, city, your own guy who knows every trick and every trick that you got in the bag. But, uh, um, you know, it's interesting. I mean, no preseason, but they're taking good care of us as far as that goes. And um, it sucks for the younger guys, honestly, because they don't get a chance for a proper evaluation like years past. And so um, all their evaluation has to come through limited reps in practice uh, because we're such a – I mean, across the league is just going to be a heavy veteran-based uh, team across the league for sure because everybody who's been there knows exactly the system – what to do and play fast as well too so the guy's got to learn really really fast so it's a it's real interesting it's real interesting what is it going to be like at nrg with no fans for the first game and when you travel very few if any fans have you thought about that a lot as a defense because at home you get the big crowd going with you but what will it be like without that uh man it's gonna feel like you're at practice or it's like a joint practice to be honest with you uh and then gonna bring your own juice Bring your own, bring your own juice. And, you know, you have the crowd that gets you really, really hyped, especially during big plays and stuff like that. But um, as you bring your own juice you and you make big plays, you can't rely on that no more. It's going to be an empty stadium. All you got is just that big old jumbotron. That's it. That's going to be making some noise. So uh, you got to depend on yourself uh, to really get yourself hyped. All right, Whitney. Great answers. And we really appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Oh, yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. Whitney Merciless will have him on some of those Tuesday night shows. Now, we're not going to be at Fuddruckers this year because of coronavirus, but we will be doing those Texans players shows, and it'll be a lot of fun. I think in some ways, you know, we'll, we'll approach a new level with those shows because we have to do them via Zoom, and you've seen all the interviews uh, in media land lately. Uh, everybody distanced or Zoom. That's the technology we're working with. How are you going to eat and have your milkshake, by the way? Have I don't know, Johnny. This? I'm going to have to make it at home. But, you know, if have I make it at home, it, it, you're more of a glutton if you, like, make all that stuff at home, like a huge burger and fries and a milkshake. Like, I'm not going to make that at home. You excuse you know? yourself when you're on the road doing it. Like, you it, you know, it's almost as if you would feel bad. Like, you walked into somebody's house and you told them, no, I don't want your food. Right. That's the way I rationalize it when I go for a moment. Like, of course, my wife asked me, did you eat? I'm like, well, of course. I mean, I yeah. would feel bad. Yes. What would you have to eat? Well, I had a burger. And it's when in Rome. Milkshake. She's like, well, did you have to eat that much? I'm like, I don't know. It made them feel bad if I didn't eat that stuff. It's it's That's a when in rationalize. Rome situation. Exactly. You're at Fuddruckers. You're going to have the shake and the burger and the whole gamut. Okay, Bingo. so Johnny, uh, Whitney, and the outside linebackers, we evaluated them. Today it's tight ends, by the way. And since we get McLean on later, I think we have to do the evaluation earlier. Let's just set an 845 
time slot for the evaluation of the tight end group. We haven't done them yet, have we? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I feel like I've talked about them all weekend, though. I'll tell no, you that. We, well, we were on yesterday with Saturday. Cecil and Wade. Yep. They were great. You were on Saturday with Clint and Seth and Sean, and those guys did a great job. So uh, we've been on, you know, it's seven days a week here on Sports Radio 610 with Texans training camp coverage. Um, but here's where I wanted to go. Because clearly uh, it's the, the 53-man roster, tight fit, but with the four men protected on the practice squad, it really becomes more of a 57-man roster, right. does right. it not? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, they, they we talked about this with, with Wade and Cecil yesterday. We were talking about just the mechanics of a 53-man roster. And you said that at some point, and it made sense. It was like, yeah, it is pretty much a 57 man roster and one of the positions that we'll talk about is tight end it's like that group has been that good Mm -hmm. you might have to use one of those four spots right for one of those guys you might you might have to now you said this before and it played out a hundred percent last time last year injuries sometimes solve the problem now you don't like that as the answer you know, it's like uh, you know, it's like SAT question. The last one is none of the above, and you don't know any of the other answers. So you're like, all right, none of the above, and it ends up working sometimes. Well, last year injuries, unfortunately, were the one that was the answer. Um, and you came out of there with two tight ends that had really good seasons in Aikens and Darren Fells. But when you look at that tight end group, I think that's where that that quote unquote 57 man roster comes to play. I I also think it may play in for the quarterback situation because. Alex Magoo is Alex Magoo is a guy that a lot of teams around the league were very interested in last year, mm-hmm. and when Jacksonville was sort of having some issues with Nick Foles and Gardner Minshew, they were reinterested in Alex Magoo, and they would have put him right on the fifty-three man roster. So the Texans were forced to keep him on the fifty-three man roster. Well, this year you don't have to take up one of the fifty-three man roster spots for that. You can use those four protected one of those four protected spots to be able to do that. So. It's kind of interesting, the mechanics of it this year. Plus, you've got two more on the practice squad. So you look at the guys that are out here this year, the overwhelming majority of them are going to end up making this squad in some way, shape, or form. They're going to have a spot in the locker room or one of the two or three locker rooms they have, depending on social distancing. They're going to be in that locker room this year. And it's going to be kind of interesting with with that many guys. But I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out and how the Texans go about utilizing that advantage, but every team has it, so I don't know if it's an advantage, but they for roster mechanics, I think it's it's very helpful to have guys around that you wouldn't normally because of those four protected spots. All right, borderline storylines. Here we go with the 53-57. slash Quarterbacks, obviously, Watson and McCarron. Now, Magoo, do you use a, uh, a protected spot on him? He's your third guy, Johnny, and obviously you can't afford bad things to happen at the quarterback position. Yes. Negative, I, I mean, positive tests or injuries, whatever. Exactly. So, Magoo, do you dangle him out there? Everybody's kind of in the same boat here with their third quarterback, in some cases four quarterbacks. I think he's one of the four protected spots. Okay. If that's I, – I think that's probably at worst case. Mm-hmm. Worst case, he's one of the four protected spots. Uh, at worst case. So Alex Magoo is here for the 2020 season. Okay. No, no question in my mind. But it's just a matter of do you keep him on the 53 or do you keep him on a 57? Well, I guess if you keep him on the 57, you might. it's kind of the same thing. Right. I think he's a protected guy because yeah. you don't you need him what? for game day. You don't need to c- contemplate dressing right. him for game day. And if you had to, God forbid, yeah. you could activate him that morning because right. the rules are flexible now. Exactly. All right, receivers. Oh, I've, I've got six because i got the big four. Then i got Carter. 
And then I have a wild card for QT or Mitchell or Hanson or insert player here. What are you thinking? Wait, there's a name you missed. Well, Coulter. Yes. And you just drafted him. So he's on the practice squad. Oh. It, does he get one of the protected or is he on the 53? Mark, I think he's number five right now. Whoa. Well, hang on. No, 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 no. no. I'm, oh. not, I'm not off my rocker here. Kiki QT has been out for three or four days. Yeah. The next most impressive receiver to the people that I've seen out here. Mm-hmm. Is Isaiah Coulter. Okay. Isaiah Coulter has been fantastic. What about He's Stevie? Been fantastic. I mean, Stevie's been. Um, here's the thing about Stevie, and I, I, I know. Yesterday, I felt for him because I got to a point where they were doing the two minute drill, and Brandon Cooks had done his eleven on eleven work, and so Brandon was not in the drill at that point. Will was not in the drill at that point, and they were holding Randall out essentially. So Stevie runs all the number one reps. He runs a deep route on the last play of the ones reps he comes back and it's like all right the twos have got to go well they don't have anybody else so stevie's got to run all those twos yeah all those reps and then they go back to the ones and stevie again was running a deeper <laughs> route he comes back and i mean he's sucking wind and i hear them go hey we need a receiver we need a receiver stevie just puts his helmet back on and goes right into the huddle oh he's got to he's reliable he's dependable i mean i i just love it i just don't know that I, I mean, watching Coulter, you know, if I had to watch Coulter and gone, eh, no. I've seen Coulter accelerate by guys. Like, he does things on this field that I don't see other receivers on this team or a lot of other teams doing. He goes by guys. Like, he had one and one on ones yesterday, Mark, where he just ran a go route by a guy. I mean, it was by a guy. And at some point, they were kind of even. And as the ball's in the air, he's tracking it. He's running away from the guy. And Deshaun just laid it out there and let him go get it. Isaiah Coulter would be number five to me. Well, let me ask you this, and it's just us talking here. Nobody's listening. Mm-hmm. So DeAndre Carter is as much of a lock to make this team as just about anybody. I think so. Because he's got to be your return guy right now. No one else has really stepped up in that category necessarily. So uh, so six, right? So you have Coulter as one of the six, and maybe Mitchell you put on the practice squad unprotected or not. Right. Yeah. Okay. But let's just put him in protected right now okay. until somebody bumps him off. Okay. Running backs, you know, I've got five because – You've got, you got you got the Johnson brothers. Okay, two. Then you have Higdon. Three. You know, this is barring somebody else coming in here, right? Somebody you trade for or cut. I mean, somebody gets cut and you you pick them up. Right. Uh, so so you got the Johnson brothers, Higdon, Gillespie, and Howell. Howell's got to be here because he's got to play special teams. Now he doesn't necessarily have to, but I think that he's good enough where you're going to have him on the team. So let's just go five for the moment, and bear with me here because I got plenty of room for everybody. There's a lot of room in the pool here. All right. All right. Believe you're me. You're going to have to cut somewhere. No, no, no. You're gonna I'm not have to cut somewhere. I'm not just cutting tell, anybody. I'm just, I'm just telling all you. All right. So wait till we get to the defense. Okay. All right. So you're with all me right. with five running backs. Uh, I'm going to go four tight really. ends. Not really. Not really. Not really. I'm oh, not. Okay. I'm going four running backs. Okay. Gillespie makes it, though, obviously. Mm-hmm. But here's here's my here's my thought with yeah. running backs. You went and got Carlos Hyde on the last day of. I know. You just never oh, know wait, what they're thinking. With running backs? First of all. If you're making a trade for a left tackle or you're making a trade for a corner or a quarterback, yeah, you're going to have to give a couple first-rounders. If you're making a trade for a running back, you mm-hmm. just go, man, Duke's banged up, Dave's banged up, some, you know, something along those fourth lines. Fourth-rounder, yeah. Give a fourth-rounder a third-rounder go get it back. Yeah. You know, that might, that might be on the other side of his career, but yet he's still got some juice left. I mean, Carlos Hyde should be – Carlos Hyde's picture should be right there near Jack <laughs> Easterby and Bill O'Brien's office to remind them this is you know, running backs. Yes. Like – if you have to, you can. So, mm-hmm. from that perspective, I'm probably a little bit more conservative with my running back number 
mm-hmm. than not. So I'm I'm for okay. it. I'm for it running backs. All right, tight ends. I've got four. Yeah. I've got them all making it. And worst case for wearing is that protected right. four slot area. Now Be- you speak in my language. Yeah, because you know, look, the first three guys have all been really good. And yeah. Fells, I'm not I mean, Fells is here. Yeah. And Aikens and Thomas are here. Yeah. Aikens has been unbelievable. And, and I'm not part in company with wearing. I mean the worst case for wearing is I got him on that four or if somebody gets hurt like you say, but this is barring injury, so right, let's right. just go there. I'm gonna go four. All right. O line I got ten. Yeah, I got ten yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not shying away from 10 because nope. I got my starting five. Then I've got who? Mance, Calamete, Rod Johnson, Charlie Heck. And give me one more of that group. Quali. Uh, uh, I'm going gonna... to keep Quali, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. I, yeah, you know, as, as far as what I can see, Johnny, I can't evaluate. All it'd, be quali- it'd be Quali or Gerald Hawkins, depending on whether. I mean, you probably have a few guys that you can bump into guard if you need to. I mean, Titus could always go in there if you needed to, which you don't like, but you could do it. Right. Um, the problem is, is you'd have to have, you know, how many guys could go from guard to tackle? Nah, not too many. So you probably, you probably lean more towards keeping an extra tackle. Right. But again, another protected spot. So if I'm, pro- I mean, if I yeah. think about the players I'm protecting, you know, that that might. Let's write down tackle. Yeah. But I, but I've got, I've got ten on the offensive line as well, and I think I. I think I had the nine you had. I think I had Quali. Uh, I think I had Quali slash Hawkins, one of those two. All right, so let's count up the offense here. I got the All two right. quarterbacks, six receivers. I had five running backs, okay? Mm-hmm. So now I'm what, up to what, 13 and 14? I got 27 offensive players. Oh, man. Now hang on. Okay, wait. You got three specialists. You're now up to 30. You got 23 defensive players you're keeping? You better start slicing. 23. What, what, are you ready for me here? I've You're got, keeping twenty three defensive players. You're out of your mind. Well, I still have t- I still have two more spots, well, at least one, on my four man protected in the practice squad. Okay, okay? even at that point, you have twenty twenty seven. Okay, all right. I, I see what you're doing. You got twenty seven basically. But look at it this way: if okay, I have six D linemen and seven linebackers, oh, I need more than seven linebackers. I need more than seven linebackers. How many DBs you got? Ten. I need more than seven linebackers. What am I thinking here? I think. Well, hold, hold, hold. I think we need to change our. I think we need to have kind of a paradigm shift in how we look okay. at how okay. we look at rosters going forward. Because I had this conversation with with Clint and uh, Sean, also with Cecil Wade, and uh, talking about how I would go about playing the Chiefs. Okay. Why wouldn't you throw seven DBs out there? And dare them. Just dare them. Just go, Andy Reid, we're going to play seven DBs all game. We're going to see how much you want to run the football. Oof. Dare them. Dare them. At worst case, play dime. All right, but here's the thing. Pass rush? Yeah, but if you've got six or seven DBs, who's blitzing? And who gets there faster? Yeah, all right. I mean, you're, 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 not, bringing, you're not bringing. They will run it. I mean, Reid will run the ball oh, at that point. Go for it. How? Hallelujah! Yeah, let, let him do it. <laughs> rather, rather than having Mahomes try to slice and dice. I mean, seriously, because when your best player, who is Patrick Mahomes, think about it. Now, I, I do, th- I do think Bill O'Brien and Tim Kelly, they would see six DBs and go, okay, yeah, we'll do it, because that works as your best defense against them too. There is no way on the face of this earth that Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes will sit there and go. We're going to run it 15 times in a row because you have six and seven DBs on the field. Now, that also doesn't mean that you won't be you won't be good stopping that run. Mm-hmm. 
because your DBs are going to be – I mean, one of your DBs is 6'2", 215. I mean, that's the size of a linebacker for the Arizona Cardinals a few years ago, Dayon Buchanan. So, you know, Devin Bush is 220 pounds for the Steelers, and I'm talking about Lonnie Johnson. So, you know, there's some things you can do. So, to me, to me, I might start thinking, and my paradigm shift is, I'm going to start thinking about carrying guys that are a little bit more like the DBs. So, if i got to carry 11 DBs, Right, because I, I have do it. I have to cover against I the might. Chiefs because yeah. if I double Hill, Kelsey's going to eat me alive, mm-hmm. uh, possibly, and I got to figure out a way to cover Kelsey. All right, so right now, and we'll continue the roster discussion, but right now, who's covering Kelsey today? We're playing Thursday night this week. Who's covering Travis Kelsey? Is it Lonnie again? That didn't go so well last time. Now, maybe Lonnie's up for it this time. I oh. remember week two. The week two win in 2016, which was a pretty nice win at the time, was A.J. Boyer covering Travis Kelsey. And he held him like, like Kelsey still had some catches, but he wasn't a game wrecker. You know, he didn't kill the Texans that day. Well, Roby's always had a modicum, more than a modicum of success against Tyreek Hill. Like Tyreek's had a few of his worst games when Roby's been covering him one-on-one. I mean, he's the one guy that I've seen that is – really able to cover Tyreek and stay with Tyreek is right. Roby. So I think I think Roby he gets he gets him. Kelsey, you'd like to be able to put a corner. I mean that's the philosophy. You put a long rangy corner on him that can run a little bit. That's 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 why Lonnie got the the opportunity. I think a big play in the game in the playoff game that we talk about what we talk about it from the Chiefs perspective was the Miko Hardman kickoff return. And that really got Kansas City juiced up, right? Right. right? But what would also happen on that play? Lonnie got hurt. Lonnie tweaked oh. his ankle. Lonnie tweaked his ankle on that, and I think that ended up being a problem. Now, here's the other reason why Kelsey killed us in that game. Because Patrick Mahomes ran outside the pocket whenever he wanted to. Okay, so you have to contain. you got to set that edge against Mahomes. Yes. But, here, but here's the problem with this. Okay, not the problem, but a potential problem. I'll get to my problem. answer in a second. Okay, but he, here's what I want to see. You got to put pressure on him. Of course. Like I, I know it sounds obvious, but you know I don't want to play him the way Lamar Jackson has been played by so many teams, which is let's just keep him in the pocket. Yeah, well, then he just stands in the pocket and picks you apart. Right. You know, and Mahomes can certainly do that. Mm-hmm. You got to get after him. Yes. If you get him outside the pocket, so be it. But there better be somebody there to you know remove him from his feet. Yes. And I know that's easier said than done, but like I just think all these great quarterbacks, Mahomes, Watson. Jackson, you got to come after them still. I know that they're going to kill you sometimes with big plays, but you got to come after them. If you allow them to stand there, I you're couldn't, dead. I couldn't agree with you more. I absolutely think that has to be part of your regimen, and I think you have to bring them from different angles because one thing you have to be able to do mm. is get him to peek at who's coming. And if he takes his eyes off downfield for just a brief second, just a split second to see, oh, oh, you got him. That's that's what you want. So you can't you can't just well these four guys coming here. Here's a fifth guy coming. You've got to show him as much as humanly possible. You can simulate some pressures. You know, show eight, rush three. Right. Show three, bring seven. I mean, you can do a lot of different things. But I think in this game, I I think I'm using I'm using some sort of combination of Reed and Lonnie to cover Kelsey. And maybe it's some sort of bracket coverage, depending on where he is. And the Chiefs do a decent job of trying to exploit whatever coverage you're in. But I think I put Justin Reed and or Lonnie Johnson on him and try and limit his Be- impact. Because you think Roby 
is going to watch I'll take Roby, Hill. I'll take Roby with Tyreek Hill. And if I've got to have Eric Murray lean somewhere, he leans that way. Uh, I let Lonnie and, and uh, Justin try and take Travis. And if they want to go four wides, then i got to put Conley on, on Sammy, if Sammy's healthy, and away we go. Boy. But I think that the thing is, is you can't get locked into, well, we got to play man all the time because we're blitzing. we got to – you know, yeah. you can run some different blitz packages, play zone behind it. you got to show him some different looks. Spin and you the gotta, wheel. you got it. you got to be able to spin the wheel and spin it off and against that guy. All right, we didn't get through the defense. And, look, I've revised my test paper before turning it in because it's like doing the SAT with John Harris at your side. Like, Johnny, what do you think <laughs> of this section, okay? All right, okay, I'm not going to turn it in yet. You think I should erase these? Do you have a number two pencil, by the way, with an eraser? Because, like, mine's worn out. Yeah, you always got to have an yeah. eraser. Okay. Next up, more on this defense. Who's going to make this team? What are the borderline storylines? And Bill O'Brien live at 9. We're going to break down. When did I promise this? I don't know. We're going to break down the tight end group as well. It's all happening. It's a big mishmash. It's a smorgasbord. It's a buffet. It's Texans Training Camp Live presented by Xfinity. If you love podcasts and you love the Texans, you'll love our Texans podcasts. Now available on iTunes and HoustonTexans.com. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. Hyundai has always had your back. And now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai. The longer you look, the more there is to like. Drive home in a new 2020 Hyundai Sonata, starting at just 24575 Complimentary maintenance included. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your local Hyundai dealer today. Call 202-929-0073 for complete details. Red Diamond knows perfect, not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Even now, while we're distancing, your body needs to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are ready with advanced technology and imaging to deliver custom treatment plans safely. And our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Calling all superheroes. At the Belgian Children's Center, all of our foster and adoptive parents are our heroes. If you've considered becoming a foster parent, there's no better time to attend a virtual informational session. The Pelchins families come in all shapes and sizes. They are single or married, working or retired, have children of their own, or no prior parenting experience. What they all share is a genuine desire to care for children and the ability to provide a safe and loving home. Learn more at thepelchin.org. The Pelchin, the official charity beneficiary of the Texas Bowl. 
The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans scratch ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. Modern modernization today has the products you need to modernize your workplace, like Wi-Fi booster crystals. Let their metaphysical powers enhance connectivity and spiritually awaken your Internet of Things. At CDW, we get crystals won't modernize your network. You need Cisco Catalyst access points that are Wi-Fi 6 compatible and can help you improve reliability, increase capacity, and reduce latency. Cisco and IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Cisco. Love getting prices that are lower than low on backyard favorites like grill-ready hamburgers and fresh-picked strawberries? Then shop at Kroger. We give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the Kroger app, where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales, plus rewards like fuel points, giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Texans Chiefs is 17 days away. The countdown to the champions gets closer as every second ticks by. The taste of revenge is in the air. And we're providing the critical Texans news you need to know as this historic preseason leads up to Kansas City. Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. 0610. 0610. 0610. Texans Radio is at training camp. Welcome back to Texans Training Camp Live. Presented by Xfinity. I'm going to be talking to Jacob Martin today, I think, so that's going to be pretty cool. Can't wait to um, converse with him. Three and a half sacks last year, Johnny, and had a big one in the playoff game, too. I mean, Jacob Martin, I mean, that's key contribution right there. You have a sack in a playoff game. One sack in a playoff game could be a huge play. Watt had a pivotal one, obviously, last year that turned the whole game around against Buffalo here. That sack, we've talked about this a lot. What's the loudest we've ever heard in NRG Stadium? And we often go back to 2014, Thursday night, Watt fumble recovery for a touchdown, and the place just went apoplectic. I mean, that was, mm-hmm. that was incredible. When Jacob got that sack, and Allen is scrambling, and he's just doing whatever, and Jacob just, you know, Jacob was, he was kind of like the water boy. It was like Boucher coming. He just yeah. wasn't stopping. He, he <laughs> almost like you could hear him, you know, going after him. And when he goes down, it's like, I, I mean, the place just went. That that to me was one of one of the louder. I don't know if it was louder than JJ's uh, fumble return against mm-hmm. the Colts. But that was one of the loudest moments I can remember when he goes down and Jacob gets him. I mean, 
So better better comeback, Bobby Boucher in the Bourbon Bowl or Deshaun Watson in that Buffalo playoff game? I mean, did Watson go to the guys in the third quarter? Remember the time that Deshaun Watson <laughs> carried people on his back into the end zone and turned the whole game around? Or, you know, Watt could have said, remember the time J.J. had the big sack that turned the game around? Uh, that halftime scene um, of the water boy is just one of the great scenes in football movies. I mean, of course. You know, I was always searching for Vanderkid's speeches for his uh-huh. oratorical competitions, uh, and, and he did. He actually did the Pacino one, edited, uh, last year, got an A. Uh, he won with the Miracle speech, won Ooh, the you know, nice. top in his grade with wow. Herb Brooks' Miracle, and that was when he was in, I think, third or fourth grade for that one, Johnny. So I'm kid bragging big time yeah, now. Yeah, that's okay. The, that's uh, okay. the um, Friday Night Lights... Billy Bob Thornton speech. He did that one, and he made the finals with it. Uh, but it's not. I don't like the speech as much. I wanted him to do Pacino then, but the teacher was like, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> <laughs> I can just, you know, I can when you get older, I can you start it. losing stuff, which can, is funny to see a kid. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know it until things get taken away. You're I've so- chased away everyone who's ever loved me. You know, a little kid doing that speech is pretty good. Years from now, he'll look back and go, oh, my God, they let me do that speech? (laughs) He did the uh, Denzel uh, Gettysburg one, you know, with Remember the Titans. It's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, it's it's obviously, it's so great in so many ways. Um, Anyway, all right, so the defense, Johnny. We're we're doing the the 53, and it's kind of a 57, like we said. And I've revised it. I joked that this is like doing the SATs with John Harris at your side. In fact, you could probably make a lot of good money if you could figure this out, like the guy in suits. Three people got that reference. Yeah. But... Uh, so what I did was cut the running backs down to four. I yeah. cut the tight ends down to three. So I'm going to use those protected spots on my four man. So now I got 25 guys on offense. I'm going to go six okay. on the D line here. Okay. I'm obviously going to go with 99. Yeah. I'm going to go with Blackson. I'm going, I'm going to go with Dunny and Blacklock. That's four right four. there. Okay. And Amenahu. That's five. Wow. Now I got one spot left, and I'm thinking it's probably Huggy at this point. Yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's Watkins. Maybe it's Big Z. But I'm going to go Huggy. And I can, uh, you know, practice squad the rest of it. Thoughts? Yeah, I'm curious what they do with P.J. Hall. Yeah. You know, P.J. was in pads yesterday for the first part. It was funny because nearly every media member on the face of the earth saw J.J. in pads. Like, J.J.'s back. J.J.'s practicing. J.J. activated. Yeah. Then he went and, and worked out, which has all been yeah. part of the ramp up. But yeah. it, it, P.J. did the same thing. You know, P.J.'s kind of on a different plan to get him ready for September 10th or what they're planning on doing. And. I mean, with P.J., I think they just took a flyer. Like, look, this guy's a second-rounder. He got a lot of athletic ability. His pro day was off the charts. Mm-hmm. So we know, we know we've seen this guy play a ton of times before because he played at Sam. I know I've seen him. I covered six or seven of his games. So P.J. becomes a very interesting figure in all this. Wild card. Yeah. Uh, how does he, is, he, is he the sixth guy? And that becomes kind of, becomes kind of interesting because he's got ability. There's no doubt he has ability. It's just a matter of can you get that out of him to make sure it's showing up every single game, every single play. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a little bit of the issue at Sam. Not a little bit. It was the only issue he really had. And I think it was probably a little bit of the issue with, with the Raiders. And the Raiders, when he came back to camp, apparently he was not in the best of shape. And John Gruden's like, no, nah, no, nah, we, we got to move on. And by the way, speaking of the Raiders real fast, have you seen the videos and the pictures from that new building? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, good God. I can't wait to go there. Oh, my gosh. It lo- it reminds me of Dallas a little bit it with does. that wide open bit, area, yeah. maybe a little Lucas Oil Stadium. Yeah. It's in Vegas, wow. which is a very sweet backdrop, yeah. right? You could have you could have put a high school stadium there, and I'd be like, have you seen that stadium? It's mm-hmm. awesome. Now, it's I've awesome. done a game at Sam Boyd Stadium, the old you know, UNLV. Yeah, UNLV. Yeah. I did a Vegas Bowl out there, and – I that's one of the coldest games I've ever done. Yeah. Like where yeah. I was cold because you know the temperature itself probably wasn't terrible, but it was one of those games where you're like, we're in Vegas, it's not going to be cold, you yeah. know, and it's it's 35 degrees and windy, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. it was awful. <laughs> anyway, and we got drilled. I mean, it was just terrible. Central Michigan, you know, back in those days, back in those days, at five weeks between their last game and the bowl, and it was snowing. They didn't have an indoor facility, so the practices weren't exactly productive. And they got out there in that field, and they were just boat raced. Yeah. Okay, linebackers, Johnny. Okay, now I, we're to, now it's getting it's, interesting. It's at least eight, maybe nine. Okay, I had to I had to add to this because you're doing inside and outside, right? Yeah, inside and outside. So I got I got Cunningham, I got Adams because I think I don't think Adams is going anywhere. Yeah, Bernard know. Martin. BMAC, Scarlet, Calumbi, and Merciless. Okay, right there. And then I got one more spot if I want to go to nine. Is that eight? One, two, three, eight. So I got one more spot. Oh, Cole. What about Cole? Yeah, I mean, I think you got to have you got to have Dylan, and hopefully we're able to see him do a little more practice. He was taking off the of course. Pup. He was taking off the yep. pup to give you. Yep. Got, Dylan Cole makes his team. Of course, of as course. As long as he's fully healthy. I yeah. just I had his name italicized here because of the pup, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about 51? All right, so there's my nine. I'm done. Nine. Done. All right, you Moving can practice squad easy. whatever you want. That's nine. So I got six and I got nine. I'm up to 17. I'm gonna go. Okay. Oh, I'm already gonna go over Johnny. Because I got 10 DBs. Yep. And I think I need every single one of them, right? Yeah, I think you do. Now I'm not going to pass the test. Now I'm not going to be able to turn my paper See, in. See, this is a lot harder. You know, this isn't quite as hard as, do, uh, as doing a mock draft because mm-hmm. once you screw up at number three, if you're all the way down to number nine, you might as well just start all over. This you don't really have to start all over. You just have to look at, okay, I know, I know that there are about 37 guys – yeah, maybe about 40 that you know, okay, for a fact. Just mm-hmm. make sure you count your three specialists in your in Yeah, your yeah. Total. So you're really going to 50. That's that's what I think. Right. And then, and then you play with the four-man, right? Right. Uh, okay, so the DBs. Let's just go there because, okay. I look, I could possibly remove Tyrell Adams from the linebackers, but we love Tyrell, and he could yeah. do some things for you. I have a hard time. I have a harder time removing a defensive lineman at this point because yeah, already six. it was a tough decision between PJ Hall and maybe a Big Z or Huggy Bear, right. who has been doing really well for you in camp. But let's go over the uh, the defensive backs because you know I got Justin Reed, I got Roby, I got Conley, I got Murray, I got Hargraves right there. Okay, yeah, there's five. five. I got Armstrong because I need him for special teams. Lonnie, AJ Moore, he's not going anywhere. Are you kidding? John Reed, of course, and Keon Crossin. I'm up to 10 already. And you don't have Jalen Watkins in there? And I don't even have Watkins in there. Johnny, I am hurting. Wait, did you say Michael Thomas? I didn't even. Johnny, help me with these DBs. Well, when you what talk about. What am I going to do? Okay, okay, hold on. I like what Cornell's giving you. I think Cornell might end up being one of your protected spots. Really? Because I think you, you have to keep Michael Thomas. Right. Special teams. And, safe, so, and safety and, help. And safety help, mm-hmm. you know, because you got to make sure that Eric Murray ends up being your guy if that's, you know, that's the way it started, and hopefully that's the way it goes. But 
you know, you've, you've got to be able to have the special teams help. And Michael Thomas was brought here, let's be honest, not right. to play safety, but to be A, special teams, demon, B, be a leader in that second. And that means a guy like Cornell Armstrong has challenged that special teams because right. you're not going to see him on defense a bunch. He's a corner, and, right. you know, he was here to play special teams last year. So you, I think that's your, I think that's your trade out. You go Michael Thomas or mm-hmm. Cornell, but I do think that Cornell, you'd like to have him around. And, again, going back to the whole thought of, we need to have as many DBs available as possible. Yep. Now, I do think that the DB tree that lives somewhere in the nether regions of our world versus the quarterback tree that lives in the nether regions of the world uh, are completely different. Mm-hmm. Completely different. So has Cornell Armstrong had maybe a better camp than Alex Magoo in some sense? Yeah, I guess you could say that, but... You just can't go and find quarterbacks. Just, hey, we'll take, uh, we'll go to the tree and just pull one down. And that doesn't work. Now, DBs, it probably works a little bit more so that way, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because with DBs, you can always just say, look, if we're down DBs, we can just always play man coverage. Like, you just figure out which cat you got and you play cat defense. I got that cat, you got that cat, I got him. (laughs) You just play that. Cat defense. That's what you do. You You just man up and go. And you remember last year, it didn't work. It didn't work exceedingly well because we were just down personnel. But against the Indianapolis Colts, that's mm-hmm. what we did. We played man all day because you had you had corners out there that hadn't played all year. You know, Philip right. Philip had played for you for two weeks. Philip Gaines had played for you for two weeks and was your best corner that day. And then he got hurt in the game. You know, here's the point where you had Keon and you had Cornell Armstrong and you had one other corner out there. I can't remember off the top of my head. Covering the Colts receivers that day. I mean, you know, so – but at least you had those guys around to be able to say, look, here you go, go play D, and mm-hmm. we're just going to play man. We're not going to try and figure out some of the complicated zone stuff we do. Just go play man, play man, and that's what we got. You can always do that. With quarterback, you can't just, like, outside zone, inside zone. You, I mean, you got to have a little bit more than that. Um, we saw that with Jordan Tama last year. Mm-hmm. When Jordan came back to this team in Green Bay, a couple weeks later he's playing a preseason game, there were really about five plays he could run. Right. And – you know, it ended, up, it ended up showing itself during that preseason. Hey, that's game. all that Coach Boone had. Well, with yeah. that VR offense, like Novocaine, just give it time. Yeah, okay, Novocaine was not in effect. Next up, tight ends. We did it, and more likely to happen in the uh, evening show. Who's going to have the most receptions? Who had? Uh, there were two guys yesterday. I thought had great practices. And I'll share those names with you. And coming up, Bill O'Brien live meets with the media at nine o'clock. John McLean at nine thirty. Texans training camp live presented by Xfinity. More from Training Camp is on the way on Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. I'm Cynthia Nunez-Colbert, President and CEO of Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston. This is our story. Prior to February, Catholic Charities was doing our normal business. I can tell you, every day I know, we make a difference. But then came March. We were wondering how we'd make it. We had to look carefully at our budget, at our resources, and thankfully applied for a PPP loan. I'll tell you, it's made all the difference. Thank you, Amogee Bank. Amogee Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. Ashley Home Store is proud to call Houston home. We believe your personal style makes your house a home. Discover incredible styles, selection, and quality at a price to fit any budget. Ashley Home Store has just the looks and options you need. Explore totally different styles and trends all in one place. Finding the perfect furniture and home decor makes it easy for you to create a home you love to live in. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Ashley Home Store, proud partner of the Houston Texans. 
Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Make the most of summer with Ford, America's best-selling brand during the Ford Summer Sales Event. With great offers on a huge selection of Ford SUVs and the largest selection of truck inventory to choose from. Get huge offers across the Ford lineup. So grab the family and head out. Ford's helping you make the most out of summer. It's easier now during the Ford Summer Sales Event. Based on 2019 calendar year total sales. Based on auto data compact and full-size stock inventory as of June 2020. It's the classic dilemma at Whataburger. You pick up your patty melt with two fresh all-beef patties, melted Monterey Jack cheese, grilled onions, then creamy pepper sauce. And just when you're about to dig into Whataburger's take on this all-time classic, someone utters the dreaded words. Can I have a bite? Should you? Shouldn't you? Maybe you just take a big bite so you don't have to answer. Good thing that dilemma's over. Good thing there's the patty melt at Whataburger. Texans. Chiefs is 17 days away. The countdown to the champions gets closer as every second ticks by. The taste of revenge is in the air. And we're providing the critical Texans news you need to know as this historic preseason leads up to Kansas City. Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. Another hot day in Houston as this game gets underway. Here's the kickoff, caught by Dykin. They're really stepping it up for Houston, Jim. Like all that financial assistance they gave for Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. Yeah, Steve, they gained a lot of yardage on that one. Here's the snap. Oh, and look at that donation to Habitat for Humanity. Did you see all those AC units they provided for low-income housing? These guys would be on fire if they weren't so cool. Dykin is definitely Houston's biggest fan. They're taking this Houston team right into the comfort zone. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. It's your home speaking, and I need you to do me a couple of favors. First, could you get that blueberry that rolled under the fridge last week? It's throwing my feng shui off. Second thing, bundle your home and car insurance with GEICO. It's easy, and we could save money. Lastly, I know you were thinking of painting the nursery back to off-white, but I'm actually feeling this baby blue. Didn't think it was my color, but I am pulling it off. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. Last year, Texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. 
For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com slash community. Slash community. Slash community. It's back to football, and you're back on the sideline at Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you, and we're having a good time getting ready for practice here at the Houston Methodist Training Center as it's a nice, cool day. I mean, it's really nice, actually, out here, i yeah, got to say. Not it's not like last week, which was the Greenbrier returns a la Brigadoon. I mean, this <laughs> is a lot of uh, clouds in the sky and some breeze coming through, and uh, let's just hope that Hurricane Laura decides to go another direction. You know, just get out of here. Man. She just really seems to want to be here in Houston. I, I don't blame her because it's a great place to be, but we don't want her. Well, we don't Harvey, want Laura here. Harvey, unfortunately, loved Houston so much, he just stayed <laughs> he's overnight. Like, he's like... He, like, treated Houston uh, like his own Airbnb coming through. Yeah, his Uncle Harv <laughs> going to squat here forever, and it just felt like that. And, oh, my God. Oh, boy. That Marco didn't want any part of us. So, yeah. all right, we were That's glad fine. about that. That's fine. Move on. I, I mean, when I first heard about Laura here. and Marco, I was like, this sounds like a soap opera. Okay, Laura and Marco, they meet at the coffee shop, and it's love <laughs> at first sight. Uh, anyway, I'm glad. They, uh, they won't get together. At, at the very least, that's the case. Okay, Johnny, uh, yesterday's practice, I don't want to overstate this or anything, but Brandon Cooks had the type of practice that reminded me a bit of the old Andre Johnson training camp practice where he just lights it up and you say, okay, bubble wrap until the season. Or DeAndre Hopkins has the kind of practice where you say, uh, that's phenomenal. Please don't do anything else until we play real games because we don't need to see any more. That's how I felt about Cooksey yesterday. I mean, he was out here. He made some great catches, and I thought, okay, see you September 10th. That's I, awesome. I texted you because I was down here in the field, and you were up in your perch, and I texted you something that I can't say in the air, but I was like, oh, man, he did think. Here's the one thing about Brandon I realized. He... He gets to spots on his route. When you go up to the grease board and you draw routes and you mm-hmm. see all the lines and everything, you know, sort of like Laura with that line um, yeah. that the National Hurricane Center is putting out. You know, when you draw those lines and you see how it's drawn, the thing about it is, is not every receiver runs those routes the right exact way, the timing of it, like the way you, you, way you envision it. You just see it on the board and you're like, okay, well, this guy's supposed to be here and then you go out and run it, and you're like, man, that guy can't get from that point to that point. It's, it's taken way too long. It's way too long. Well, Texas ran a route yesterday. I've seen them run a million times, and every NFL team runs it. And Cooksey started on the right side, and he was running a deep over route. I have never in my life covered a Texans seen a receiver get to the other side on that crossing route faster. Yeah. When Deshaun threw the football, and I could see where he's throwing it, I was like, holy crap, he's throwing at the Brandon. And, and Deshaun had barely gotten to his top step in his drop. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as if you know, Deshaun was sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting, which we have seen him do yep. on that over route. I've seen him sit in the pocket and just kind of dance, 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 and then let it go. He was back there for a split second, pause, and zipped it. And Cooks ran right into it, and I went, whoa, yeah. that's the fastest I've ever seen anybody do that. Yeah, that was so impressive. I, I'm glad you brought that up because – you're right. The fact that he gets to that ball, you know, yeah. and, and look, Fuller is super fast. It's, there's something different, though, about Cooksey. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see them both work on the field during games and see what the contrast is. Yeah. But you look, it's very clear when you're out here watching these guys practice, 
it's very clear when you see a world beater, and that's oh, what yeah. Cooksey is. I mean, yeah. there's a reason. Look, and, and McLean went through it last week, you know, why the trades have happened and everything. But when you're looking at a guy as a first-round draft choice, and he has been traded, but he's been traded for a one, a one, and a two. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the guy's I mean, got it. incredible talent, incredible value, and he's really going to make a lot of dividends paid off yeah. for this offense. So that was cool. And here's yeah. another one that's a little more subtle. Brian Anger yesterday. Oh, he rockets. I mean, you just it, – it's – when you're at balls. this level and you see a professional like that do his thing, oh and I know God. it's just punting, but it's impressive. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just say it's just punting? It's That's just supposed to punting. be like my line. Well, it's just punting. Look, That's we're in morning line. drive in a major market, and sometimes people are like, you're talking about the punter, okay? <laughs> but there is something to be said yeah. when, when you look at, you know, at the hang time. He hit one, and I caught it in the air, and I thought, was that the jugs machine? No, that was him. Every, that was him. Every punt was like that yesterday. Every single punt. And then the last one he hits, it's, you know, like a punter's mic drop. And then they move down, and he hits mm-hmm. one, and it, it it bounces. It hits the ground at about the three, and then the gunner caught it at the two. And I was like, that's, that, okay. that's your that's your mic drop punter walk-off moment. Right <laughs> mic there. drop. If the punter can have a mic drop moment, like, there it is. Like that's yeah. And he did that last year for us a number of times. And it, I mean, that's a, that's a weapon. I mean, my gosh. Yeah. You know? Uh, How valuable is that? It reminds me, you know, when Leckler got here in 2013, and, you know, he got off to that start where he was taken out at 60 degree and just able to get balls out of bounds at, like, the two- and three-yard line. I mean, it was really fun to watch yeah. him operate. And, and anger reminds me of that level yeah. right now. Uh, this is practice. He's got to do it in the games. But uh, he was great for this team last year. And, and these are the kinds of things you want. I mean, if you can pin opponents back deep on a regular basis, yep. those hidden yards, this team has been really good at that the last couple of years. You know, Tracy Smith is going to concentrate the efforts on that as well uh, to, to put – teams in miserable field position to begin drives that is just utterly crucial for this squad so and and you know me and special teams practice at training camp i don't (laughs) really it's not really you know like what i set my appointment calendar (laughs) to but uh but i did i did enjoy that one yesterday so those two guys really stood out to me uh so i another practice in pads today yep and a big week for this team because this is preseason week three Remember that. In a normal non-COVID situation, we'd be getting ready for that third game right now, which everybody bills as, uh, you know, this is the one that's the big dress rehearsal. Now, it's changed in recent years. You play guys less, but we'd probably doing, be doing some kind of joint practice this week oh, and getting yeah. ready for game three, right? Yeah, that, that would be. With you the know, Saints. Yeah. Uh, you, okay, here's one for you. Right. What happened? What happened one year ago today that shook the AFC South completely? completely wide open what happened one year ago today it was one year ago today that andrew luck retired very good very good and it was one of the happiest days of my life johnny <laughs> like the birth of my children and andrew luck retiring i mean at least i it's hard for me to actually weigh wit no i'm just kidding but it yeah. was a really great day for this division yeah. and you know god bless andrew you Best and Chris Ballard celebrate different holidays, my friend. <laughs> I know. He, Very different. They, they didn't look at it that highly. Okay, coming up next, Bill O'Brien Live will check in. Meet He meets with the media, so we'll eavesdrop on that. John McClain coming up at 930, so we'll get the general's thoughts on what he saw yesterday, what's coming up today. It's Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. Who's looking good? Who'll need to step up? How's the depth chart looking? The answers are right here on Texans Training Camp Live. Presented by Xfinity. 
Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. It's Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale. Hurry in and save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. And save up to 50% on select mattresses from our top-rated brands like Sealy and more. Shop in-store, online, or by phone today. Don't wait. Only at Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. Some products only available online. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant, that's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. Successful projects depend on an efficient and effective approach. From power generation, manufacturing, oil, gas and chemicals, and more, RefChem, a wholly owned subsidiary of Burns and McDonald, provides ideal construction solutions for the challenges you face safely, on time, and within budget. As a premier heavy industrial service contractor, RefChem is committed to delivering quality projects in Houston. BurnsMCD.com slash Texans. Hey, Texans fans. Are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org slash Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans. Okay, so maybe we're new to home improvement. But we're determined. So when it came to finding the perfect floor at the perfect price, our contractor gave us an insider tip. And whoa! At Floor & Decor, we shop the same incredible selection as real-life designers and contractors. And I appreciated the budget-friendly prices. Now, thanks to Floor & Decor, we're unstoppable. Oh yeah, we found where the pros go. Explore Floor & Decor in person or online at floorandecor.com. 
To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official Children's Hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. Texans fans, the 2020 NFL season is finally here and the race to Super Bowl 55 in Tampa is officially underway. Be there when it all ends with an official Super Bowl 55 ticket package from NFL On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL. Don't wait to secure verified game tickets, all-inclusive pregame hospitality complete with appearances from some of the biggest names in football and so much more. Visit NFLOnLocation.com today and secure the football experience of a lifetime. Hey, Houston, this is Keith from Pop Johns, and are you hungry? I know I am. I always am. That's why we're always coming up with new products just for you. New pizzas. They're delicious. And now we're going to try our new Papadilla. If you haven't had a Papadilla yet, you got to try one. They come in all kinds of different flavors. But now we have the new grilled buffalo chicken Papadilla. It's spicy. It comes with grilled chicken, onions, and buffalo sauce. It sounds great. It is great. Give it a try today. Only six bucks. The new grilled buffalo chicken Papadilla at Papa John's. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with the 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium as the Big 12 takes on the SEC. Be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique bowl week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the wait list today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com. Dot com. Texans training camp is underway. Get all the breaking news, updates, interviews, and more right now at HoustonTexans.com. Now back to Texans training camp live, presented by Xfinity and by Geico and Papa John's Houston. Great to have you listening. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris here at the Houston Methodist Training Center. Chain is our engineer. Brandon helping out today as well. Ben in the studio at the controls, and he'll let us know when Bill O'Brien is meeting with the media. We'll listen in on that, Johnny and Jack Easterby. We just spoke with him about how this week is playing out. They have a scrimmage Thursday night, and they're handling this sort of like a game week. Yes. All right? That means Thursday is Sunday. Oh, no. That means Wednesday is Saturday. Today would actually be a Thursday, so it's a pretty hard practice with the pads. Tomorrow's more like a Friday, and there you have it, because Thursday's Sunday. But that doesn't mean Friday's Monday. I think Friday's Friday. I'm not, Are you I, following along? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I stopped. When so, you went Wednesday is this, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. I, now, had, I had enough trouble realizing the day was Tuesday. <laughs> I think some no, teams. No, what is today? Monday. Today's Monday. Oh, well, I actually had one of those driving in, because oh. we were here yesterday, and I thought, well, we – weren't on the air, so that exactly. wasn't a Monday, but Saturday was, I don't know, eh, whatever. Exactly. That's uh, throwing me completely off. Apparently, the uh, Zoom is working for the um, press conference because uh, a lot of people are just using these, you know, virtual yeah. meeting spaces, clearly, with school and everything. Zoom which is, went down, and nobody knew what to do. It's like, talk about shutting America down. I like, know. the whole thing, it's, somebody put a map up of where Zoom was out, and it was like Washington, D.C., and New York City yeah. had these big red blobs. You know, you've seen, like, the cell phone, you know, maps that show you where you have, you know, coverage coverage and such. That's what it looked like. I was like, oh, my gosh. All right, let's go to the podium here. Bill O'Brien with the media. Good morning, Bill. How are you doing today? Good, John. How are you doing? 
I thank you. Uh, could you tell us what you expect from Jacob Martin this season, and what does he have to do to get more time on the field? Yeah, Jacob. Jacob has a, a unique skill set. He's going to play a lot of football for us this year. Uh, he plays really hard. Uh, he's got good speed for uh, the position that he plays. Helps us on special teams. Uh, he's smart. He line up in different places. Uh, He's improving every day because of how hard he works. He really works hard. And, uh, yeah, he, we're, we have, uh, you know, high expectations for Jacob. Yes, I do have a follow-up. Has he, he worked real hard in offseason. Has he added muscle and weight? And how much better is he mentally since he's had the season and offseason? Yeah, he's definitely uh, more comfortable in our system. You know, coming from Seattle, which is a great system, coming to our system, just a little bit, of, you know, some some things are different. And so he's done a good job of picking that up. And then, he, yeah, he, he he definitely worked hard in the offseason. He came back in great shape, uh, put on put on good weight, and, uh, you know, he's had a good camp. Mark Berman. Bill, I have a couple of questions. First of all, obviously you don't have a crystal ball. How much is the weather – affecting or you think could affect your plans? What are your plans to work around that if it, if it becomes an issue here on Wednesday and Thursday, especially with your scrimmage on Thursday? Yeah, we've, we've talked a lot about that. I you know, pray that it doesn't, um, that it doesn't hit Houston. Uh, looking at the, the way that our, you know, the, the way that we're tracking it right now, Jeff Schmitz, uh, he, he really sends out, you know, multiple emails per day letting us know kind of where it's at. seems like it's headed more towards Louisiana, which, you know, is brutal for them. Um, doesn't, doesn't seem like it's, you know, really, really going to veer. It's kind of a weird course. I don't know if any of you guys have followed it. It looks like it's coming straight for us, but it's going to veer off to the, you know, towards the east. So I, I don't know. I, but we do have plans. You know, we just – we got to do what we got to do. We got to adjust. Um, you know, if, if uh, something happens where we can't – we can't uh, practice or whatever. The, the most important thing is the safety of our players and their families and our coaches and their families and all the support staff and their families. So that's how we would handle it. What's your, just some thoughts about Andre Johnson deciding to step away. Yeah. Andre and I uh, spoke for a while, um, uh, you know, about two weeks ago, maybe. And, you know, look, I, I, Andre's an awesome guy. He loves, loves the Texans. Um, and, you know, he just decided that uh, at this point in his life, he, he wanted to concentrate on some other things, but he's going to be around. He'll still come around, uh, come to practice, uh, be in the locker room. You know, he's a ring of honor guy. And, uh, you know, we, we, he and I have a really, really good relationship. Aaron Wilson. Sorry. Bill, when you look at, what happened with the about a third of the teams yesterday with the false positives that they had to clear up with the New Jersey lab. How much do you think this in some ways could be sort of a drill for what could happen to relative chaos that could happen in, in the regular season if this was to happen on a weekend and just, you know, your thoughts on kind of the efficacy of the testing system? Yeah, you know, I, all I can go by, I did read about that quite obviously, uh, Read about what happened at, at several teams. You know, all I can do is go by what's happening here. And here, um, you know, with the bioreference, you know, trailer in our parking lot and the people that work for bioreference and then the, the lab being only a mile and a half away from our 
our stadium, I, I think it's gone really well, you know, knock on, knock on wood, uh, you know, really that's all I can go on. And we've had to this, to this point, uh, zero positive tests. I, I do think Aaron, I, you know, if I was going a step further, I, I think the regular season is going to be a true test. You know, it's different training camp. You're into a routine, right? You get up, at, you know, whatever time you get up and you're, you know, it's the, it's just, it's like groundhog day. Every day is the same day, right? Every day is the same day. And, and then the regular season a little bit different, right? You got Monday, you got Tuesday off, you got Wednesday, Thursday, you know, practice days, Friday, a little bit lighter. It's different. So that that's going to be the true test. Uh, but so far for us, I think uh, give a lot of credit to our players and staff. Everybody's done a great job. Uh, follow up, Bill. Kenny still, since he started practicing, what have you seen from Kenny on the field? And just kind of what have your conversations been like with Kenny as he, you know, kind of gets into the swing of things with camp? Yeah, he's been really good. I mean, he had a good day yesterday. He ran a beautiful in-cut yesterday. Um, he's been good. He's a good pro, Aaron. You know, he's just a really good pro. Uh, smart guy. Has, uh, you know, really passionate about things off the field and, uh, you know, passionate about football. Um, Deshaun has a lot of confidence in him. I think they worked out quite a bit together this offseason, and um, there's a good chemistry there. And, you know, Kenny, we're glad Kenny's on our team. Randy? Say Randy or Brandon? Randy. Randy. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah I, thought right, said, I thought you said Bueller. Sorry. <laughs> Carolina, <laughs> Bueller. <laughs> hey, Bill, um, normally, if I'm correct here, I think this would have, would be in a normal schedule of your fourth preseason game if, if, if things were normal, but we know they're not. Uh, how do you approach this week from a physical approach in, in during the course of camp and obviously with Whatever jobs are available, how big is this week as you as you look at the at the week ahead leading up to the scrimmage on Thursday? Yeah, great question. We're trying to set up the next two weeks like two game weeks, Randy. So um, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, scrimmage Thursday. You know what I mean? So like, that's how we're trying to do this. It's not exactly like a game week because it's you know obviously there's some differences. Uh, but this week and next week are big weeks for our football team. I thought that yesterday they really came out ready to go. I just think if we can keep stacking day upon day upon day and, and keep trying to get better, it's an improvement league. You know, that's really what it's going to be about. This, this, this year is going to be about, I believe, for our team, I'm not speaking for any other team, just speak for our team. Can we do a great job of keeping the virus out of this building? And can we get better every single day? Can we improve every day? It's a, it's a league of improvement. Can can players and coaches get better every day? And can we keep the stinking virus out of our building? Greg Bailey. Hey, Bill. Uh, hey, Greg. We talked to Dick Morton yesterday uh, about the offensive line and uh, the improvement that they feel like they've made simply because they have the same group back. How do you evaluate your offensive line play to this point? And, and do you see uh, the better communication et cetera, when it comes to, um, you know, who to block against blitz packages, et cetera. Yeah, I think, I think having uh, a year where they all work together, I think is good. They, they, they um, you know, Nick uh, leads the charge up front because he's in charge of a lot of the calls and things like that. And he does a great job, really bright guy, awesome guy on the team, leadership, leadership uh, loves football, loves the team. That's who you want in the middle. And so he does a good job. And then I think, you know, when you think about, it, we were actually talking about this last night. You know, LT didn't get here till right before we were playing the Saints, right? And then, um, you know, Max Sharping was a rookie. Zach Fulton, you know, 
he's here for another year. Uh, and then Titus was a rookie. So these guys playing together, I think, is a big is, is a really a good thing for us. And, and so we got to keep them healthy, and that's a big key. But we also have depth. I think uh, Roderick Johnson's come back and played well for us. Uh, Sunil Calamete came back in really good shape. He's playing well for us. Uh, so I, I, I see, you know, the, the Brent Qualley has been a good pickup for us, veteran player that played for Mike Devlin in New York. So have some familiarity there. And so uh, I think it's, it's, um, it's been good, and it's going to hopefully continue to get better. We'll take three more. Sean? Hey, good morning, Bill. Hey, Sean. Uh, yesterday, I thought a pretty cool moment yesterday, I thought uh, Brandon Cooks kind of sought out Isaiah Coulter um, during practice after a route and kind of went over, coached him for a few minutes, um, giving him little pointers and things like that. And I'm, I'm just wondering, as you were assessing bringing Brandon aboard and motivated to make that trade, how much of that part of him went into the calculus of it? And I guess related, you as a former receivers coach, um, how important is it for John Perry to have a guy like that in the receivers room? Yeah, no, it was a big part of it. You know, um, I had I, I was familiar with Brandon when he came out in the draft 2014. Uh, Jack Easterby was in New England with him. I mean, that's, you know, obviously number one is the talent. You know, he, he's a really good receiver. He's got speed. He's got really good hands. Um, he's a strong player. Uh, and then this, the, the other part of him, though, is that he's a really good pro. You know, he um, – he, he just does a good job of, of talking to the, the offense and, and especially within that position of, uh, you know, technique and, and, and work ethic and how important it is to do what's right on every route. You may not get the ball every, every single route, but, you know, you got a great quarterback who's reading the defense and you gotta, you got to be there. You gotta, he's got to trust that you're going to be where you're supposed to be. And he's, a, he's always helping. I, I think you see that on the offensive line too, like Cookie was doing with, with Isaiah, you see, you know, I see uh, LT all the time taking A-Rod or taking Charlie Heck behind the offense and kind of, hey, giving him some pointers on pass pro or what they saw on the front. I mean, and you can use that at every position, Justin Reed in the secondary, and JJ up front, Brandon Dunn up front. So I think we've got a lot of guys like that. And, and you know, I, I believe in that, Sean. You guys know that now. I believe in those type of players. And, um, you know, I believe that that will lead to wins. I, I believe in that. Aaron Wilson. Bill, when you look at Nick Martin and his progression as a player, what do you see from him in, just in terms of each year continuing to get better and as far as leadership and just his play? Yeah, Nick Nick works really hard. He, he, uh, he's got really good leadership ability. He's very smart. He comes from a football family. Um, you know, it's just really important to him. I mean, he, even during the, the uh, offseason, he was home. He went back to Indianapolis for a while and worked out with his brother and you know, came back in really good shape and, uh, you know, just loves – he just every day, it's great to see Nick. You know, Nick has a great attitude every day, works hard, takes his reps. He's got a very workmanlike attitude and uh, he's got really good leadership qualities. Great guy to have on the team. Last one for John. Bill, you've had a lot of slot receivers since you've been here. Now that you've seen Cobb since the end of July, is he the slot receiver you've always been wanting? We've had some good slot receivers here. We have, you know, we, over the years, we've had some guys that have been good, um, you know, drafted Kiki a couple of years ago. Kiki, you know, is, uh, you, you know, doing a good job. And then, you know, then we, we brought Randall in and, in, in uh, free agency and DeAndre Carter. So we have three guys there. Randall is doing a really good job. John. 
I mean, he's very smart. He's a lot like Cooks in the fact that he's just a great pro. He's another guy that helps the younger players really, you know, not only talking to him, but then going out there and, and working the way he works. That's what it's about. It's the work. It's, it's, it's the work that you put in. So those players, yeah, those guys speak to those younger players, but those younger players see the work every day, every day. You see Randall Cobb out there doing what, what he's being asked to do and uh, same thing with Cooks. And I think that really has helped the room. What are you looking for from your slot guy when you say Cobb? You know, the slot receiver is interesting. There's a lot more traffic in there than there is on the outside. Uh, you have to have a great knowledge of, of coverage. You have to have a great sense post-snap of what's happening because you see a lot of disguise of leverage or disguise of coverage. you got to be really decisive. You have to be a very decisive uh, player. You can't be kind of wishy-washy on a route because at that position, the, the quarterback's got to know what you're doing. you got to be on the same page with the quarterback. Um, you're, re- you're responsible for – certain, uh, you know, hots relative to protections and things like that. you got to block, um, you know, so there's a lot that goes into that position and, and Randall's doing a great job. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, that's it. Bill O'Brien meeting with the media, and that's been a thing this year. That was live, and he does it before practice, if practice is late enough, and that's been the, the case here this year is this is the schedule. Now, in years past, we would see practice here at the Houston Methodist Training Center a little bit earlier. They'd get started. You'd see guys on the field, 8, 8.30, practices early as 8.45, that kind of thing. But it's a little bit different this year, and it's been working out for them weather-wise. And they meet in the bubble before they come out here because of COVID. So it's interesting to see how they handle their business. And, Johnny, a, a big takeaway there is, you know, he simplified it that they've got to keep the virus out of the building and get better every day. Now, normally it's just get better every day, but keep the virus out of the building is huge. The false positive story, everyone got scared over that because you thought, what if that happens on a game day or whatever? This is why you're testing every day, though. And I don't know about you, but I know people who have tested positive and then come back a couple of days later and they're negative. So there are a lot of false positives out there. Some people will not go back and they just have it. They say, well, I'm asymptomatic. And maybe you do, maybe you don't. Uh, But that's why, you know, not everyone can test every day. I get it because this is a, a really unique situation. But it's good that they do because you need multiple looks at it if you get one of those positives. Yeah, no doubt. And it was waking up to that yesterday like, Oh, boy. And yep. it was interesting because I had not seen the news about the positives. I cover. I, I follow a guy from the uh, the Bears, I think Chicago Tribune, Brad Biggs. And I like to get I like to read his Bears stuff from time to time. And so, obviously, Texas playing the Bears, kind of more in tune to what he said. He yep. said, I got a notice, 730 in the morning, that I got the okay to go to practice. 805, I get there. Can't let you in. Not going on. Like, wait, what? Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. And then a few minutes later, I read about the false or read about the positive test. I'm like, oh, I wonder if the Bears are one of those teams. And they were. And that's why they weren't letting them in. And the Bears ended up actually practicing later on that afternoon. And right. I think the Browns didn't practice. Right. Um, and so in some circumstances, I think it was the Jets. It was all, it was no players. The 10 Jets were all staff. And I'm telling you, if I were to ever get that call from Jeff Kaplan, you tested positive, I would, 
I would cringe. Yeah. I mean, I just would feel like, man, I let everybody down. I mean, I just, I would cringe. And then come to find out, there were 77 total positives. This came out from Bioreference today. They mm-hmm. tested all of those initial 77 again, and they were all negative. That's incredible. Yeah. So what they found out was there was some error in the, there was some contamination error, whatever the case might be, uh, and that's what ended up happening. So it's kind of like a little bit of a sigh of relief, but then kind of that added frustration of, man, what if that happened on a Friday yeah. before a game or Saturday before a game? How about I mean, this? Get oh. it right. Mm-hmm. Contamination error. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Get it right. Where are you from? Like I just made an error. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any other takeaways from what Bill O'Brien had to say? The slot receiver thing is interesting. Look, uh, QT has a lot of potential. There's no doubt. Cobb yes. is a finished product. You, you plug him in, and he's the best slot receiver they've had, period. Yeah. No, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, you put Randall Cobb in there, my goodness. You could do so much more just because of that added part. The, the question that Sean uh, or the question that Sean posed, he told that story about Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting because I wrote a little bit about that. But it happened right here on the sideline. I was standing there. I didn't mean to really – I wasn't really focused on it. But what happened on that play was Isaiah had beaten the guy off the line. I don't remember who the DB was. He had beaten him off the line and was ready to just smoke past him. So you teach a receiver to stack the DB. So what that means is you want the receiver to really get the defensive back on your back. So he has to run through you to go get the ball or at least slow down or he's going to click your heels and knock you over and it's interference. And so that's what you want. You want to be able to stack the DB. Well, when Coulter did that, the DB grabbed him because he knew he was beat. And he was subtle, but he grabbed him. And that way Isaiah wasn't able to get down the field and the ball ended up being thrown incomplete. So when he came over to the sidelines, uh, Brandon Cooks just – not it wasn't like Coulter went to Cooks. Cooks came down the sideline like twenty yards, watched the whole play, and he spent probably a good three four minutes with him, and talked about. It. I could hear him. He talked about, look, you don't want to you don't want to do this, and so basically what Brandon was doing was he was taking book learning versus mm-hmm. well they say street smarts, yeah, and the book would tell you okay this is how you do it you follow this you know that's follow that rule, street smarts would tell you look. If you do that and he grabs you, the ref can't see it. But if you do this and then you do what you're going to do, he, and he grabs you, now the ref has got to see it. And so that's what he was trying to get through to Isaiah, and I thought it was really interesting. You know, I Brandon, saw that. Brandon giving him kind of the veteran tricks of the mm-hmm. trade. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that was, I thought that was really interesting. And for a young guy to get that, to have the respect from Brandon Cooks to say, hey, look, I think I can help you with this. And Coulter just – he soaked it up like a sponge. It's I mean, a, it's really cool to see. You know, that that's that's the subtle nature of the game right there, those yes. little things where if a DB, even if he's not interfering but he's inviting a call, yes. I like to say that. Like an offensive player might have extended the arm, might not have pushed that much, but the arm was extended. You are inviting the official to yes. throw a flag because he sees an arm extended. He's going to want to reach for that yellow hanky, right? Yes, no I mean, doubt. you got to be very careful with this stuff. and. Absolutely great point there that if a DB is even subtly interfering with you, you've got to make sure the official has every opportunity to see it. So whatever you can do to help that along. Yes. All right. Watt is out here in pads as the team is getting ready to get on the field, do their stretching, get to work here at the Houston Methodist Training Center. John McClain's going to join us next. 
and we will break down the tight ends at some point. I promise you this, but one quick note on them, Johnny. That is, and we talked about this with our 53-57-man roster because of the four men that are protected on the practice squad. All four guys look good. That Dylan Stapleton, you brought him up early. He's an undrafted free agent out of James Madison. The guy looks interesting. He yep. might just find a job on the practice squad, if nothing else, and be able to stick around here. If there is an injury, maybe he can help you out. But he looks pretty spry as a receiver. Looks like a guy who you know might be able to develop in this league. There are years in which Dylan Stapleton, I would tell you, would make this team. There have been years where I would tell you he'd make this team. But this tight end group is about as good as I've seen it for a while. Is this I, the best group while. they've had since... Daniels, yes. Dreesen, Garrett Graham, yes. that group. Yes, I, I don't. James Casey. I don't think there's any question. And they were able to find a spot for James Casey, kind of playing fullback, mm-hmm. special teams. I mean, it was a good spot. Yeah. It was a good spot for James. It really was. But yeah, since that group, absolutely. Uh, you, <laughs> which which guy do you have to tune out? Well, here we'll do the tight ends real fast. When I did my fifty-three, I had three, and I had one protected. Mm-hmm. And then I had one bring him back on the practice squad because you just can't. Like, I mean, you can't. You can't save everybody, right? You right. really can't. Yeah. So at that point, I've got the three: Thomas, Akins, Fells, mm-hmm. Kahali. Now Kahali can make a big jump over the next couple of weeks. He can. You know, he can make a big jump. He's got to stay out of the trainer's he's room. Got to. And he's got to have got some eye popping moments out here in the practice field. That scrimmage Thursday would be great. Today would be great for him to make a big step forward. You know, it would help him. You know, it would help him tremendously. What's that? Is he could find a way to get on a, as a core four special teamer. If he could find a way oh, to yeah. be on the special teams. Oh yeah, that's oh. And they love that. And dear himself to oh, the, to the yeah. staff doing that. Hmm. As he works his way through the tight end group, boy, that would. But be here's where not having preseason games really hurts because right. you don't have full live special teams, and you could have a couple of moments in a preseason game. You say, "I got to have this guy. Right. He's got to play special teams for Terrell me." Terrell so, Davis. Yeah, exactly. You don't have a Terrell Davis moment out here. Now you might have a, a simulation of sorts, you right. know. But how live are you going? Now sometimes it looks pretty live. I mean, the goal line mm-hmm. stuff looks pretty good to me, but you just don't have that all day long. Yeah. Coming up next, John McClain, who. It feels like it's on Sports Radio 610 all day long, but it's not enough. The general always has something interesting to say. Next up, we will ask him about what Bill O'Brien had to say, how he thinks this week is going to play out. John McClain next here on Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. More on the latest from Training Camp is next on Texans Radio. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. Ashley Home Store is proud to call Houston home. We believe your personal style makes your house a home. Discover incredible styles, selection, and quality at a price to fit any budget. Ashley Home Store has just the looks and options you need. Explore totally different styles and trends all in one place. Finding the perfect furniture and home decor makes it easy for you to create a home you love to live in. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Ashley Home Store, proud partner of the Houston Texans. 
Transocean loves Houston, and Houston loves football. From Friday night lights to Texans game day, everybody rallies around football. But behind the scenes of every game is another great Houston institution, oil. It takes a company like Transocean to unlock this valuable resource from the deepest depths and farthest reaches around the globe. As the leading offshore driller, they've tackled every challenge head-on and have the stats to back it up. Transocean is service-focused, data-driven, and performance-oriented. Check them out at deepwater.com. Did you know Geico's now offering an extra 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your teenager to help around the house? Okay, Mom, I emptied the dishwasher, vacuumed the basement, and folded the sheets out of the dryer. Wait, what? Oh, and next, I'm going to clean Mitten's litter box. Are we in some kind of prank show or something? That's a camera, isn't it? There's never been a better time to switch to GEICO. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Limitations apply. Visit GEICO.com for details. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with a 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium. As the Big 12 takes on the SEC, be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique bowl week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the wait list today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com. Hyundai has always had your back, and now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to life. Drive home in a new 2020 Hyundai Sonata, starting at just $24,575. Complimentary maintenance included. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your local Hyundai dealer today. Call 202-929-0073 for complete details. My name is Arturo Vargas, owner and president of Cristina's Mexican Restaurant. This is our story. We have faced many challenges, but on this pandemic, this was something bigger than all of us. That's when Amigy came and had the answers. They reached out to me on a Saturday morning, got the account open, the application in. Tuesday it was approved, and they were funded by Wednesday. Thank you to Amigy Bank from all of us at Cristina's and all of our families. Amigy Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. Last year, Texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com community. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this and that player does that, and I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Texans Chiefs is 17 days away. The countdown to the champions gets closer as every second ticks by. The taste of revenge is in the air. And we're providing the critical Texans news you need to know as this historic preseason leads up to Kansas City. 
Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. 610. 610. 610. The Texans are back in action, and you have a front row seat. It's Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris here at the Houston Methodist Training Center. Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. John McClain from the Houston Chronicle joins us now. General, hey, how was your TV uh, premiere last night? How did that go? Well, the show seemed to go really well. Everybody's happy with it. Now they're taping a second one. It's going to be on every Sunday night, Texas Sports Nation, and uh, at 11 o'clock on Channel 2. We have another one called... Texas Sports Nation in depth on Root Sports. So we've got Chronicle has two shows this year during football season. There you go, General, on the big screen yet again. Well, small screen, I guess. Uh, but, General, your thoughts from yesterday's practice. Mark and I have talked about it. Brandon Cooks, we thought, did an excellent job. Brian Anger, Mark actually watched, watched him punt because he didn't typically watch special teams. Anybody else stand out to you? Uh, yesterday as you watched them at practice and has stood out to you for maybe the last few days? Well, first of all, since Mark wasn't there, I went up onto his perch. And I'm stunned that you got a throne up there. Where'd you get that? I was here, General. (laughs) I didn't see you up there. I was here Were you on this throne? I I was. I got here, like, as they got rolling yesterday, which is what I always used to do uh, when, you know, if I don't have a show. I, I, I like to catch the 11 on 11. Um, well, first of all, you mentioned the two guys that stood out. Bill O'Brien said it was Anger's, definitely Anger's best day. And uh, Yalston Cooks, of course, is making great catches. I mean, that guy was making them. It wasn't just where he took the ball away from the corners on the sideline on great throws by Watson. But he had a great crossing route over the middle. And we just he just ran away from everybody. And one of the things that's so impressive about Cooks, not only is he fast but he, and he's smart, but he is a really, really good route runner. He knows how to get separation. And as he showed on those two sideline routes, he knows how to take it away. So if, if he stays healthy, there, he'll be back to having one of his 1,000-yard seasons. He had four in a row. And I thought it was interesting. O'Brien was giving Brian Anger a hard time yesterday and uh, while he was punting. But he was putting the ball deep with hang time. His directional punting was outstanding. You know, last year, his net was great. You know, the, return, the returns of opponents, the Texans were number one in the NFL. They were, num- they were number one or two in almost every special team stat. And Anger, of course, this time last year, was trying to beat out Trevor Daniels. So as I'm writing a column on, for Thursday, uh, they don't have positions that are available. People are trying to win backup roles because the specialists are set, the positions are set, and, of course, the only thing that's going to change it before the Kansas City game would be an injury, and Texans fans should knock on wood. Well, John, if they're going to add, if they're going to make a move, add somebody – where do you think they might be looking to bolster a position group, a situation, a role? What do you think here as we move into the final weeks of the preseason offseason? Mark, it's got to be safety. You have your two starters, Justin Reed and Eric Murray. And the coaches love Murray. You know, we watch him out there. They have him doing all kinds of things. 
And they got him around the line of scrimmage. They got him blitzing. They got him playing deep. They got him playing both sides and too deep. And they got really high expectations for Eric Murray. Now, if, if they, he realizes those expectations, it'll be the first time in his career he's done it. But maybe coaching, Danton Lynn, maybe with Anthony Weaver making a call, maybe this will be the right spot for him because it didn't work the way he wanted in Kansas City or Cleveland. But the depth is A.J. Moore and Michael Thomas. Those guys are special teams guys. I've not heard anybody mention the name of Jalen Wilkins. And he is one of the free agents, even Murray. But, and he can play corner or safety. But I just think at some point they'll be adding depth at safety. And they got a linebacker last last yesterday. Yeah. And the linebacker from the Titans, I went on and read on uh, the Titans' website, specifically Jim Wyatt, longtime beat writer who runs their website now. And he was talking about how valuable Darren, uh, what's his last name? Darren Bates. Darren Bates. And uh, how valuable he was to the special teams. So he's a backup linebacker who has been a special teams captain. Tracy Smith, like Brad Seeley, they have specifically getting guys who have been outstanding special teams players like Thomas, like Bates, to go in with the guys they have now. So I'm expecting special teams to be a strength again. John, we were talking earlier about the tight ends. Mark and I have kind of gone back and forth. Not not that we disagree about the number of tight ends or how they're going to go about doing it, but we had this discussion last year with you about the tight ends. Where, What do you see them doing with the five tight ends that they have? And, of course, the kind of X factor in all this ends up being Kyle Waring because I think we're still not totally sure what we've got with Kyle Waring. How do you see the tight ends Coming, the tight end group coming together with the numbers that are staying on the final 53? First two are set with Darren Fells and Jordan Akins. They have two different skill sets, and they have formations to utilize both of them. Now, Jordan Thomas has had a great camp. The key is, can he keep it up? Will he get enough playing time? Whose playing time is he going to take away? Fells, or is he going to take away Akins? And I think in the, maybe they get down inside the 10-yard line, I'd want Fells and Thomas because those are big bodies where everything is really jammed up. So Thomas has been great in camp. The key is, can he, can he take it to the field? And Kali Waring, you know, if the first three are healthy. And I, my opinion is, if they tried to cut Waring and put him on the practice squad, maybe there's a team that liked him last year and sees the log jam here at tight end and says, hey, we're going after this kid. So what I would do, if the first three are healthy, I would call and see if I could find a team that liked him last year and might be able to give up, willing to give up a draft choice. That would give them nine next season without a one and a two. And maybe the more picks Bill O'Brien stockpiles, the more likely he could be to move, say, in the second round. And they like Staten. O'Brien stalked him up a couple of times. He'd be a good guy for the practice squad. John McClain joining us. John, the Titans have practiced in their stadium. How do you think it's going for them? What's the latest you're hearing from Nashville as we look at the rest of the AFC South? Well, they're not happy with their number one pick, offensive tackle Isaiah Wilson, <laughs> who showed up out of, out of shape. And Dennis Kelly, the younger brother of Tim Kelly, 
I think Dennis is younger. Maybe Dennis is older. He's been around a while. He's going to be the right tackle. I guarantee you Isaiah Wilson is not ready, and he's in the doghouse, and he should be quarantined because the muttonhead went to a party, broke protocol at Tennessee State. When they came to break it up, campus security, he didn't want to get caught, so he went into a bedroom, and I guess he thought about jumping off the out of the second-floor window wisely. He did not do it, and they got him, and it went public, and now he's humiliated, and everybody's mad at him. So that's been the big story. And like I say, yesterday when the Texans signed Bates, that was a big deal there. It'd be like like the Texans cutting uh, A.J. Moore, who's a great special teams player, and then Moore goes to the Titans. That'd be a pretty big story here. So they're great. They're fine with Derrick Henry and their offense. You know, their problem right now, they, they've got problems with Vic Beasley. That guy had not been squat since they signed him from Atlanta. So their main worry is their pass rush. Yeah, there's no question. Uh, maybe not the highlight. Uh, the Colts signed Andre Shasha, right? I mean, he's a former Texan. Oh, yeah. we, we haven't we haven't mentioned it. We haven't mentioned it to that point, uh, Mark. Uh, that's that's not come around. There was one other thing that Vrabel said yesterday. I, I think I sent it to Mark, and I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to remember what it was. But it just I'm not getting really good vibes coming out of that camp whatsoever. Even though John. It's run-it-back mode, seemingly, for the Titans. The, the only difference really being Jack Conklin no longer there at right tackle. And, of course, if they got to rely on Isaiah Wilson, eh, he might have some issues. But it feels like there's nothing but good feelings coming out of that Colts camp, including Jonathan Taylor showing it off and added to the mix with Marlon Mack. I'm starting to think, and I'm not just basing it just on what I've read on Twitter, et cetera, but I've kind of been out of a mindset this year. I don't want to forget about the Colts because I think the Colts are going to be scary and get right back into this thing. Uh, and, of course, today is the one-year anniversary of Andrew Luck retirement. What do you think about the Colts this year, and what have you thought about what they've put forth thus far in camp from what you've heard? Well, that DB they, they signed who played was a camp guy with the Texans. You guys are the only ones I know can pronounce his last name. I've never had to pronounce it. And so I won't pronounce it now. You know, Indies are fired up. They had a good draft. They got a lot of talent at skill positions in the draft. And their their most negativity has been T.Y. Hilton has been hurt. And, uh, you know, you're always worried when one of your best players has a problem with one of his wheels. They're being real fired up about Phillip Rivers, hoping he can be the uh, quarterback he was in 2018. You know, the Texans, I, I said this last year, and everybody laughed at me. The Texans were the only team happy that Andrew Luck was back, and now they're the only team that's happy that Phillip Rivers is there because who had the greatest game of his career in the Colts' victory over the Texans at Lucas Oil Stadium last year? Jacoby Brissett, the Texans' killer. And so uh, he's not going to be starting. Rivers will. And that'll be great for the Texans, who beat Rivers last year, beat him the last two times they played him in California. John, thanks so much for joining us. Have a great practice, and we will catch up tomorrow. I will be about to walk right under your throne, so be sure to <laughs> look down on me and give me, give me a look, please. You're invited up. Oh, no, you're out of my tier, or I'm out of your tier, or something. No more tears. Let's do Landry's Camp Questions coming up next. Always entertaining, then in the loop. Gets going at 10 a.m. It's Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity. This is Whitney Merciless, and you're listening to Texans Radio. 
Don't touch that dial. Or else. The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans scratch ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. Red Diamond knows perfect, not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Texans, Chiefs is 17 days away. The countdown to the champions gets closer as every second ticks by. The taste of revenge is in the air. And we're providing the critical Texans news you need to know as this historic preseason leads up to Kansas City. Houston's Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. Hey, Houston, this is Keith here from Papa John's, and are you hungry? I know I am. I always am. That's why we're always coming up with new products just for you. New pizzas, they're delicious. And now we're going to try our new Papadilla. If you haven't had a Papadilla yet, you got to try one. They come in all kinds of different flavors, but now we have the new grilled buffalo chicken Papadilla. It's spicy. It comes with grilled chicken, onions, and buffalo sauce. It sounds great. It is great. Give it a try today. Only six bucks. The new grilled buffalo chicken Papadilla at Papa John's. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual urgent care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Standout performance in all the right moves. This is Bill O'Brien, head coach of the Houston Texans. I'm not talking football. I'm talking about the BMW 2 Series Grand Coupe. With its twin power turbo technology, highly responsive handling, complimentary scheduled maintenance for three years or 36,000 miles, you'll always go for the long drive. BMW, the official luxury car of the Houston Texans. Take advantage of exceptional offers today. Visit HoustonBMWDealers.com for details. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. We gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast. It's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right. From the network more people rely on. 
only on Verizon. 5G ultra-wide band available only in parts of select cities. Mobile claim based on open signal independent analysis during the period of January 31st through April 30th, 2020. 25-time analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. It's the classic dilemma at Whataburger. You pick up your patty melt with two fresh all-beef patties, melted Monterey Jack cheese, grilled onions, and creamy pepper sauce. And just when you're about to dig into Whataburger's take on this all-time classic, someone utters the dreaded words. Can I have a bite? Should you? Shouldn't you? Maybe you just take a big bite so you don't have to answer. Good thing that dilemma's over. Good thing there's the patty melt at Whataburger. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. Now, Texans Training Camp Live, presented by Xfinity, continues. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. And Landry Locker joins us now for Landry's Camp Questions. Good morning, Landry. Good morning, guys. Obviously, it's the one-year anniversary of, in my opinion, the most shocking thing that's happened in the AFC South. Is anything else even in the conversation when it comes to shocking moments like the one that happened a year ago, Andrew Luck retiring during the Texans preseason game against the Cowboys? You don't remember middle March here in Houston? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That, too. Listen, that, all right. If we're going to go top five most shocking moments in AFC South history, and the AFC South is only as old as 2002 when the Texans came into the league and they reformed the divisions into perfectly even four-team divisions all around the league, it's hard to remember that, you know, you had the AFC Central with five mm-hmm. teams and all that. But anyway, uh, to me, Mario Williams being the number one pick in the 2006 draft is a huge shocker. I mean, that's got to be top two. That's a shocker. Along a with shocker. the Andrew Luck news of Luck's retirement. I mean, you have to figure Mario. I, it's, I think people forget what a big story that was, Johnny. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Not Nas- just locally. No, nationally, because Reggie Reggie was such a, a nationally known player. Reggie was just a, I mean, he was it. I mean, he listen, he was a one-name player, you know? I mean, yep. when you said Mario, a lot of people were like, Mario who? But when yep. you said Reggie, everybody knew it was Reggie Bush. Yep. Yeah, there's no doubt. But. And VY, I mean, VY goes number three to another AFC South team. And, you know, you but, know, I remember V.Y. talking about it because they asked him, are you upset that the Texans didn't draft you? And he said, well, you know, Mario's a big, good-looking defensive end. And, you know, <laughs> he had a sound butt like that. Yeah. He's like, I get it. But, you know, he wanted to be here. Of course. Uh, you knew the Texans weren't going to pick him. But when they picked Mario and the night before it was announced, yeah. that, that's right up there with luck. That's top two. We don't have to do the whole top five right now, but it's well, right if up those, there. If those are top two, you know what number three was. Hopkins? Yeah, of course. Probably. I mean, when you – I'm One's going to come to my mind when we get off the air here, but I, I oh, love yeah. this topic. So, yeah, I mean, the Andrew Luck, and I, I said last hour, Landry, it's one of the happiest days of my life, you know, <laughs> along with the birth of my children. Andrew Luck retiring was such a great day for me. So That was such a and, weird night, though. Remember, we found that out in about the third quarter. I remember I had just done a sideline hit with Hopkins, yep. and you said there's breaking news, and I just stood there like, 
Yeah. And you were like, this is monumental. We were in mm-hmm. Dallas. And, I mean, we looked awful in that game. I mean, it was just brutal. It helped the game. It was so we, brutal. We, we turned it into a talk show. We did, yeah. And and I think I was weeping, actually. <laughs> now, look, I'm sorry. I like Andrew a lot, but uh, <laughs> this was good for us. Yes, it was. Very much so. And I've heard their GM was... A few times during this year, was like, why couldn't Andrew just stay one more year? Not very happy. All right, yeah. next. All right, talk about uh, the, the back end. And, and John, John and Mark, I want to know the back end of the running back depth chart because that's something yeah. that we don't talk about a lot. We talk about Johnson and Johnson, but who's the, who are the other guys that we need to keep an eye on that could potentially be – on this roster and active uh, as running backs. Well, Gillespie is on the team, right? And I know he's been banged up, but he's going to be on the team. He plays special teams, and they love how he knows the offense. And he can make some plays for you. Higdon is the third guy right now at running back. You sure? Uh, really? What? Or are are you acquiring somebody? I mean, you sure, you sure he's been better than Buddy Howe? Uh, I think that he is. Tell you Johnny. what, Buddy isn't doing. Buddy isn't fumbling. Yeah, well, how many, I mean, we're talking like one at the goal line. I know that was like the one time we go live, so, real live, you fumble. But, yeah. but you know, but I, here's I would the like other, to think you would learn from that experience. But you know as well as I do, and Landry knows this too, they don't put, you know, on the on the roster, you know, they just put RB. Mm-hmm. But for the whoever the third running back is going to be, you better be a slash guy. You better yeah. be RB slash ST. You better be. And if not, you probably have got, you probably have no way of being on that squad. I think just based on the reps right now, that is the third guy. But I think it's a good point. Like, why would Higdon be guaranteed a spot on this roster? You know, we were going over it last hour. You get the Johnson brothers, you get Gillespie and Howell, and then you go to war. Right. And if one of the Johnson brothers gets hurt, then you got to go pick up somebody else off the street. Or maybe Higdon's on your practice squad yep. and you go that way or something else. Uh, Scotty Phillips, look, he's not getting a ton of reps out here. Uh, I haven't seen anything bad about him necessarily, but, you know, it's. I think it's very hard to shine this preseason, and we talked about that from the get-go, right? It was going to be hard for yep. a guy like Scotty Phillips to come in here and just take over because you don't have preseason games to really show your stuff or join practices, and you're not going to get that many reps anyway. And I hate that for him because I do think that Scotty would have shown some things like, hey, uh, keep an eye on this guy. You know, yeah. I think he would have shown us something. He's got some good short area quickness. He's built like a bowling ball, yeah. uh, and he runs hard. But I just, you know, numbers-wise, he's going to be out of this. But, listen, I like Ron Higdon. I like the way he runs. But you better be able to play special teams, and when you carry the rock, you better not give it to the other team. I'll tell you that right now. Landry, save the rest for tomorrow, but tell us what's on In the Loop today. Oh, we got a lot. We're obviously going to talk about that one-year anniversary. We're going to talk about Earl Thomas, yes or no. Uh, And I'm also going to have some practice observations because I was out there. We'll hear from Kenny Stills and Jacob Martin. There's a lot to get into, guys. Business is picking up round here. (laughs) Very nice. Well, great show as always. We're looking forward to it in the loop. You got to listen from 10 to 2. And then Clint and Ron in the afternoon program. We'll be back at 6 to recap practice, have a bunch of stuff going on. And back tomorrow, Jacob Martin likely to kick off the show. Bill O'Brien live again. McLean, all the rest of it. The team on the field practicing in pads. Thank you, everyone who worked on the show. Thank you, Ben, for producing. Brandon and Shane for engineering. Thank you, Johnny. Have a great day, everyone. And as always, go Texans. What are the players saying about today's training camp practice? I can't wait to hit people, and I can't wait to show our fans what we're working on. Bring it back, bring it back. Check out HoustonTexans.com for all the latest coverage from camp.
Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. Ronnie Flatten, CTO and owner of CT Integrations, and this is our story. Business was great, and we were in a growth mode. When the pandemic hit, we had a lot of uncertainty. But with Amogee's support, we were able to get through it. Being able to help somebody come out of a crisis is truly gratifying. Fifteen jobs saved with their families, and that impact a whole lot of people. Amogee Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation N.A., member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. Modern Modernization Today has the products you need to modernize your workplace, like Wi-Fi booster crystals. Let their metaphysical powers enhance connectivity and spiritually awaken your Internet of Things. At CDW, we get crystals won't modernize your network. You need Cisco Catalyst access points that are Wi-Fi 6 compatible and can help you improve reliability, increase capacity, and reduce latency. Cisco and IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Cisco. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. What do 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have in common? They're all members of Houston's most exclusive professional network, Texans Lux. Whether your company has 10,000 worldwide employees or 50 based in Houston, businesses large and small appreciate the opportunities Lux provides them to network with other professionals. And best of all, Lux membership includes a suite for each Houston Texans home game. Find out how you can use a Lux membership to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. July's Houston Texans Star of Courage Award, presented by Apache, will be presented to Houston Fire Department firefighter and EMT Joshua Templeton. For the past seven years, Templeton has gone above and beyond to serve the Houston community. During Hurricane Harvey, he went door-by-door on a boat for three days straight, helping and rescuing those in need. And he has continued to dedicate his life to serving the Houston community and ensuring everyone's safety during this challenging time. The Houston Texans and Apache would congratulate him for being our July Star of Courage. Behind every incredible play are thousands of data points you might otherwise miss, such as player speed, field location, and movement patterns. The NFL uses AWS to process this large and complex data in real time. It's called NextGen Stats, and with AWS machine learning and artificial intelligence technology, the NFL has developed ways to uncover deeper insights and expand the fan experience by offering a broader range of advanced stats and visualizations. Visit nextgenstats.nfl.com for all things stats. NextGen Stats, powered by AWS. 
Make the most of summer with Ford, America's best-selling brand during the Ford Summer Sales Event. With great offers on a huge selection of Ford SUVs and the largest selection of truck inventory to choose from. Get huge offers across the Ford lineup. So grab the family and head out. Ford's helping you make the most out of summer. It's easier now during the Ford Summer Sales Event. Based on 2019 calendar year total sales. Based on auto data compact and full-size stock inventory as of June 2020. What do you call a group of friends who spend every Sunday huddled around the TV for hours, wearing horns on their heads and blue and red paint on their faces, jumping with a Miller Lite in one hand and a hot barbecue short rib in the other, while proudly chanting, we are Texans. You call it Miller time in Houston. Here's to the Texans. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The Houston Texans, Toro and NOV, have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational assembly about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across Houston. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with a 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium as the Big 12 takes on the SEC. Be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique bowl week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the wait list today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com. .com. 